Food Court, the movie podcast where Sean and John watch shit, judge shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. We are the law. Hello, John. Welcome to Food Court, the movie podcast. Coming to you live from Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's in beautiful Opry Mills, Tennessee. Uh, is this Opry Mills? Yeah. This, is it a town? It's a town, yeah. Okay. Should we, should we talk about the crazy movie we saw? Yeah. Actually, no, I take it back. Okay. First, we have to set the scene of we this We kind of need to set okay. the scene. Usually, we eat a nice meal. We didn't have any time for that. We had to rush to the theater right? Uh, to get into our seats uh, because it was a packed house to see Cold Pursuit. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you know, oh. I thought, you know, America would take a stand against the rampant racism of one Liam Neeson's. Yeah. But uh, apparently not. Well. Because it was pretty packed. Old- Although, I will say this. <laughs> Yeah. When Liam finally graced the screen, he was booed lustily. I'm just kidding. All of us white people didn't do anything. <laughs> we didn't I, do anything. I quietly booed him. You did. You did have a little boo. <laughs> um, Thank you for doing that. But, but go so, ahead. I'll let you continue. Uh, we, I must say, first of all, there were a few different neck tattoos. Mm. There was... Uh, we saw one. We saw one I think neck I was the only tattoo. person younger than us in the theater. There were, um, yeah, the white people who are in their, like late 40s took a stand and said we still love Liam Neeson yeah the, de- the demo <laughs> came strong yes they went for it um, t-shirts I saw uh, yeah I'm an expert in trigger nometry that was and then the most pieces terrifying of a gun one. yes were shown on that shirt because he can shoot uh, people with a lot them. of off-duty cop shirts yeah I mean listen but go ahead finish your story oh, I'm sorry. sorry I'm so all over we the place. were we were sitting next to um, what seemed like a very nice gentleman. He was he was rather large, but he seemed very friendly. And um, up next to him walked two other old people. It was yes. only old people. And in a, you know, a, a, not an entirely full theater. Not at all full at this point. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They sat Lots of room. directly next to him. And made him move his stuff. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, it was so sad. I wonder if they had seen this guy actually play the weird racing game that goes along with the preview. I don't know, listener, if you know. There, there is a game you can download and play along to a certain ad in the theater. On the this recall. dude whips out his phone. What is it called? It's not... It's not uh, Newbie? No, well, it is Newbie, but I'm saying it's not a, a virtual reality. It's... All, wait, augmented reality. Is that oh, what it is? Okay. I have no idea. Yes. It's I a think video it is. game. Yes. But he played it yes. at, the, at the tender age of 61. Yes. He and, loved it. And was like overflowing out of his seat. And this woman sat right next to him. Right next to that poor it's guy. It's that thing where you, you have to choose your seats ahead of time. It's stupid. But any civilized person knows. Yeah. You just sit wherever the hell you want. Yeah. I always pick the craziest seats in there. Yeah. Because I don't know, because Sean always buys from the ticket operator. Not and I buy from the kiosk like a sane person. Well, I'm trying to keep, keep that guy's job. <laughs> you know, right. I want him to have a job. I, I, I get it. You're anti-automaton, and I, I'm, <laughs> I I'm, straight, I'm straight up Spike Jones in it. I love her. <laughs> I want a, I want, I want a machine yeah. that gobbles my peen. Yeah. So I use Ooh. the kiosk, and I never know where Sean's going to choose. So I just like choose a corner seat. Yeah. And then usually Sean chooses a middle seat. Yeah. And but the, this woman sauntered right up next to this giant man. Eventually, oh. he moved. Like Smartly, a same person. Yeah. But he he sucked it up for a while. Yeah. They were right next to each other for a while, just heaving so bosoms him. over each other. Yeah, it was very annoying. And then we saw the same interaction happen with oh, like no. two other couples of fifty plus. Sorry, there's there's nachos happening behind us. We're in a Dave and Buster's. And, and they're trying to bring it to us, but they're not our nachos. No, they, they we are, can't have them. 
No, we're not allowed to have them. We've eaten too much today. Look, I paid for $20 worth of sodas to have these seats. <laughs> you had 10 popcorns. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and then, and then uh, this, this was not the only time that someone sat right next to a person. Two rows, two rows in front of us, a man talked to another guy and said, yeah, Those are my seats. Get out of my seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was insane. Well, this was a theater filled of... You know how lots of people say, like, if you, if you do blank, you're a cop? Yeah. Well, these people were all cops. And I think a lot of them were actually cops. Yes. Because <laughs> I think when you get a chance to see uh, a movie that is about uh, egregious revenge, and yeah. you might actually be supporting racism. Yes. It's not just going to be two dunderheads like us who love Liam Neeson no matter what he says. <laughs> that's, that's some cop stuff. That's some real cop stuff. You could tell that they were cops because there was a brief... A homosexual kiss. Yes. And all of them went... The one of the cops behind me said, disgusting. (laughs) He said disgusting? He goes, disgusting. (laughs) I mean, I honestly, it was like... One really handsome guy and one kind of weird-looking guy. So, you know, I think their love is disgusting, not because they're hey, gay. but It just... was Herc from The Wire. Yeah, he's Also great. in this movie, John DeMann from The Wire. Yes, so many Wire characters. Part, well, one, of the great, one of the great this character's gay reveals of all time yes! in The oh, Wire. Yes, that's a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I keep wanting to call it In Cold Pursuit, which yeah. isn't as good a title as Cold Pursuit. Yeah. Um, but um, Cold Pursuit is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> Is it? It's really good. It's pretty awesome. Um, if this is truly Liam Neeson's last racist action movie. I wonder. Is he going to be able to make any more? So I haven't actually followed any of his comments or anything. I mean, I've seen all the Twitter outrageous stuff. I haven't got, I haven't dug deep. I uh, kind of don't want to right now, so I can excuse myself. Man, <laughs> for I the mean, time being. I think most of his stuff was just like, I don't know, I used to do that and... And um, I was in a crazy headspace, and and then I got out of it and I realized I was insane. Uh, and people yeah. are like, "Sounds like yeah. he said something very terrible." Yeah, but we saw the movie anyways. Yes, and uh, I realized about ten minutes in, it's a remake of uh, In Order of Disappearance. Yeah, which is just this movie we just saw. Yeah, but Stellan Skarsgård instead. Ooh, and uh, but you don't get the crate. Like, there's a lot of Native American American flavor in this movie, and I think it's really well done. And yeah, these are some of the best gags. Yes. So I think this was better. Really? Yeah. Is does that ever happen? Oh yeah. Which remakes are better? The Ring, I probably is I think a little bit better. Than really? Okay. I don't I think, think the the Ring is. Um, Let's see. I mean, A Star is Born. A Star is Born, yeah. It's better than the other Star is Born. So that's like, two this year. Oh, that's true. Or not even this year. The Thing is better than The Thing from Another World. Absolutely. No, it's very close. Really? Wow. I don't I, think it's close. I think it's pretty close. John Carpenter's The Thing is one of the greatest movies of all time. That's incredible. I barely remember Howard Hawks' The it's Thing like from a, Another World. It's like a very chilly Frankenstein movie. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what other good remakes that are better than the original so, But you remakes. didn't like it as much as I did? No, I liked it a lot. Okay. I ha- I had some uh, probably Neeson-related reservations. Uh, that was also one of the good lines, too, was the reservations line. Um, <laughs> Anytime you can put a gag about having reservations at a hotel and involve uh, Native Americans, yeah. you put yourself in a situation to make a possibly awesome, possibly racist joke. E- <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was solid. Yeah. That's the thing about that kind of sucks about that, the whole Neeson's thing is... Uh, this this movie has a lot of like commentary on racism. Yes, and a lot of it is like necessary shit that nobody's gotten into. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it was, uh, you know, I thought it was just like a really 
like this is the best El- Elmore Leonard adaptation that isn't actually an Elmore Leonard adaptation. Oh yeah. <clears throat> it was just really rock solid that way. Yeah, it was funny. It was really, really funny. <clears throat> yeah, it's like one of the like I feel like this movie is what everyone wants in Bruges to be, but really isn't. Uh, Even I, I like, like in Bruges. Bruges fine. Yeah. But I rewatched it recently and I don't think like the <clears throat> I don't think the gags and the character work hold up to this movie. Yeah. This Whoa. movie had like a lot of heart and a lot of truth to it, I thought. Yeah, I thought so, too. Um, it sucks, because it, it's hard to talk about a movie that has so many good reveals, etc. Yes. Uh, and so many gags that would diminish it to talk about them. Yes. But I'll just say that safely, like, the stuff between Liam Neeson's and Laura Dern, and I will always say Liam Neeson's until I die. Thank you, Key and Peele. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they haven't come out and said anything about it. I'm waiting for I it. for sure that especially since Jordan Peele's got a movie coming out, you'd sure. think he would come out and say some shit. Well, I'm kind of mad at Liam Neeson because, oh, well, I thought that his acts or words would ruin uh, the reception to this movie, but apparently not. There were plenty of people at yeah. the very first screening that you could possibly go to tonight, Yeah, as well as it's getting uh, really good reviews already. So It's pretty fucking good, man. It looks great, too. Yes, it really does look good. I mean, it looks. That's one thing about this remake is it has the same sense of humor. I'm certain it must be the same director. I don't know for sure. It is the same director. Okay, because it's you know has the exact same feel Mm -hmm. and just looks better. Oh, yeah, that makes a big difference. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely marketed to be for the Taken ding dongs. Yeah, but it's. I've never seen any Taken movies. They're terrible. That's what I've heard. I love them in theory. I love their trailers, but in practice, they're awful, and I don't like them. But this uh, is so. This one was, was perfect for me. This is like a whole different, like super sardonic, yeah, super the taken we've pitch been waiting black. for. Yeah, oh, pitch, pitch black. black comedy. Yeah, yeah, lots of murders. And well, we jumped in kind of too early. We should talk about the trailers. Oh, okay. Let's t- let's talk about the trailers. Okay, the orange Julius, orange preview Julius. Um, we saw Calvin and Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, the trailer. Uh, That's a good gag. The what is it really? Hobbs and what? <laughs> it's Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> is it Hobbs and Shaw? Okay. Yeah. I saw uh, someone do um, Tango and Cash, Cash and Tango. Yeah. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw, Shaw and Hobbs. It's, it looks horrendous. It looks very bad. And I have a high tolerance for bad things, but that looks even too bad for me to see. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, just a mug fest by Statham in The Rock, which, I mean, you can give that to me when it's like... Uh, what, what was The Rock's first movie? It was a Peter uh, Berger, baby. The Rundown? The Rundown. Yeah. I can take it, you know, those gags with The Rundown, but I don't yeah. want to see a 500 million green screened out yeah. mug fest between those two. Sense. I just don't. I don't need that in my life. Yeah, I just want Statham to do Crank 3. That's all I want. Yeah, those days are past. Yeah, I guess you can't make those Why movies. would you do Crank 3 when you can just hang out with The Rock in a green screen studio? Yeah. Farting around. Do you think they making e- up your own hilarious uh, ad libs? Do they ever leave the studio? Do you think for the whole movie? Maybe to like walk into a building. There's like a scene where they have to like drive a car off a skyscraper in Dubai that they had to show up to one time. <laughs> oh, really? The rest of it they just Skype in. Oh, good. <laughs> there was a trailer for The Intruder, which I've already nearly forgotten what it is. But no, it's um, a guy has a house. But a black couple what buys his house. Why? And then... Uh, you know that The Intruder is a remake of L'Intruder. Oh, is it? No. 
Oh, okay. But it looks amazing. It's oh. it's Dennis Quaid. Yes, uh, Quaid looks torturing insane. A, a, a family of beautiful black people. They're so attractive. They're it's so beautiful. Insane how beautiful and they are. And it's basically like it's like misery. Yes. But with Dennis Quaid, and I gotta admit, as good as Dennis Quaid looks in this, and by the way, we've talked about this on the podcast before. He's obviously jumped all the way in. It's yeah. completely nuts in the trailer. He Can't wait to see the movie. Fucking insane. But picture this film mm-hmm. with Randy Quaid. Oh. <laughs> Let's switch them out to star fuckers. Let's use deep fake and uh, put... I don't know what deep fake is. You've said this to me a couple times. I pretended to know. I don't know. I told you what it is. I forgot. You you can put a person's face on another person's face. Will you please put someone else's face on my face? I want to, but it's only on the internet, so it doesn't help in the real world. Someone sent me... Someone doing the Ray Liotta Chantix commercial using deepfake. Oh, no. Which is great. By the way, we didn't get the Ray Liotta Chantix preview, which is my oh, favorite. Fucking Chantix. I hey, do Chantix. Hey. I All used- my life, I wanted to be on Chantix. <laughs> <laughs> All my life, I wanted to be in. Ever since I was born, I wanted to be a non-smoker. <laughs> Ever since I can remember, I wanted to not be smoking. <laughs> uh, but uh, Intruder, I think, looks pretty awesome. Yes. Looks like good trash. Yes. Excited about that. We'll I, see. I think the best trailer we saw There was were so many. Isabel Huppert and Chloe Grace Moretz in Greta. Looks amazing. It looks fucking awesome. I wish that it was actually directed by Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Verhoeven makes great movies. Uh, and he made a really... F- that movie L is fucked up, and I have no idea what it's about. And I know I watched it, Isabel but I have Hooper no idea. Isabel being amazing. She's amazing, yeah. and oh, it made me feel terrible. Greta looks nuts, though. I can't wait. Yeah, it's uh, like a... I'm embarrassed to admit that, similarly, as t- Greta looks terrifying. Also... Pet Cemetery remake looks real scary. Yeah. And what's even scarier is John Lithgow has become Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is the role that made him famous as yeah. the patriarch of that family, mm. sheltering. And, uh, I, do you remember where you were when he yells at and hits Harry and Harry and the Hendersons to try to get him back to go in the woods? I don't remember. Well, I do. And I'm pretty you, sure it was in a movie theater. You remember where I was? Yes. <laughs> You were, where are you from, New Hampshire? Yes, I'm from Lower New Hampshire. <laughs> you fucking Jersey boy. I'm from, I'm from fucking Jersey. Uh, and then, after those trailers, we saw Cold Pursuit. I'm not ready to leave the we're Pet not, Cemetery oh, realm. okay, sorry, go ahead. As much as I love John Lithgow and Harry and Anderson's, couldn't they, like, if you're going to CGI in Carrie Fisher, can we just CGI in... Uh, Herman Munster to play that role in Pet Cemetery because <laughs> it's the Fred Gwynn in Pet Cemetery is one of the great performances ever. Fred Gwynn has to be dead. Fred Gwynn was like 65 when Pet Cemetery came out, and that was like 65 years ago. Yeah, well, this is 130, and you know something I don't. He's probably dead. He's dead. He's probably dead. <laughs> but he rocked the like legitimate aisle main accent, <laughs> which I don't think anybody has the balls to do the aisle main accent They're anymore. Afraid. They don't. They don't have the balls. Do you remember the Dana Carvey sketch "Skinheads from Maine"? No. Oh, it's great. First time I ever saw Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Dana Carvey show "Skinheads from Maine." Okay, now we can talk about Cold Pursuit. Okay, Cold Pursuit. Um, let's do the Euros. Have we have we talked enough oh, to do so the Euros? Oh, it's so hard. I guess so. Do you have a you Euro? go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay, you don't have ahead. one. I have one. The music's amazing. The music's really, really good. The music reminded me of, have you ever seen a movie? I'm sure we've talked about this, so I may be insulting you by not remembering our conversations as per usual, but yeah. have you seen Ravenous? Yes, of course. Okay, Ravenous has amazing music, and Game it really Albarn. sets the tone. 
Ah, uh, sort of Damon Albarn. And who Damon Albarn guy? and the other guy Michael who did all Nyman. the work. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe Michael Nyman did the score for this. I don't know, but I thought it was so good. It's really cool. And like an amazing blend of, like when it used synths, it was perfect. When it used, you know, talk uh, talking drum, it was perfect. <laughs> yes. And like, and it some, really set the scene for me. Yeah, it was really cool. I think it was like Sergio Leone said like 90% of film is music and this is like one of those examples. Yeah. It would have been a totally different picture. It like kind of gave it its humor and whatever profundity it ever had. Yes. So, and it was filled with amazing performances. Yeah. And the directing is top notch. Yeah. And I enjoyed the script. But, yeah. But the, the music was, that's what stuck out to me the most and I wanted to highlight. Yes. I think um, my hero is um, when they raise a body with a there's like a pump or something, and they keep screenky, screenky. There are a couple screenky, of amazingly screenky, darkly comic screenky, moments. Screenky. <laughs> uh, we'll, I'll blow, we'll blow this one. And it, basically, it's, they're revealing the dead son to Liam Neeson and Laura Dern. <laughs> and they set this up like it's going to be this very like taciturn, morose moment. Yeah. But then they slowly raise the sun up from the <laughs> you know mortuary yeah with a oh, God, like it's really you know, good. basically an air pump to raise the body up yeah. so they can inspect it it's awesome and they have a great callback to that later too yes they do yeah did you have a uh, low man low man low man of the show um it's i because we have to yeah i think uh, wait no for, i have one more euro before okay. we go on um, this was a scene that you missed. Oh, yeah. I, but, hey, usually I'm a two-bathroom break man. You only got one. And I only got one, and I really didn't want to do it. But uh, my old lady had been texting me and calling me a bunch, oh, and I thought there man. was an emergency. There was no emergency. <laughs> so I stepped out very quickly. But usually, I'm, I, this was going to be a no-bathroom break two-hour picture for me. Yeah. That don't happen, folks. Yeah, you've I got, have an enlarged prostate. you got two I used to have 35 a ounces problem. drinks in <laughs> front of you. Um, but what you missed, uh, there's a guy who gets shot. It's, a, you know, it's kind of whatever. But he gets shot, and then he falls onto a big inflatable chair, and then he gets shot again, and then the inflatable chair collapses over him <laughs> because he's well, in the inflatable chair, and it's awesome. Spoiler alert, <laughs> Sean and I are probably going to go see this movie again right now. Maybe. So maybe I'll catch it. <laughs> <laughs> but my low man... I bet um, ours is exactly the same. Uh, is it the the scene that probably wouldn't felt as bad if Liam Neeson hadn't been super racist before the movie came out? No, but go ahead. I, what's, which scene is that? There is one character named uh, the... Eskimo. Eskimo. Oh, okay, yeah. There is some uh, racial-based like humor. There's like an axe-ask. He's a black yeah. guy. Okay, and there's yeah. an axe-ask thing. That didn't bother me, but I guess because it probably bothered you just in light of recent events. I was, yeah, I was just like, oh, man. They, should, I, they, can't, they obviously can't cut this scene out, especially yeah. since... Maybe they cut some out. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Love but the artist, not the art, I always say, Sean. Yes, yeah. I still enjoy the works of Michael Jackson and sure, Bill and Cosby. Sure, do? Lots of terrible, terrible <laughs> Adolf people. Adolf Hitler's paintings are great. <laughs> uh. I'm not going to let Liam Neeson's old man dumbassery ruin this great movie. Horrible, uh, horrible Which for me, racism. the only part that doesn't... I don't really like the ending all that much. The oh, last note. Although yeah. it is so ludicrously kind of... I, I could, If you loved it... That's totally fine. I and I don't want to talk about it specifically. I quite liked it. Uh, I think I <laughs> no, think there was a way to make it way funnier. Oh yeah. If you're less uh, gauche about it. Oh it yeah. Like if it had stayed in the background, I yeah. think would have been amazing. Like amazing. Yeah. Like if it stayed in the background and then it goes to 
if, if you're watching the movie, <clears throat> the original movie is called In Order of Disappearance. Mm-hmm. And whenever someone dies, and dear God, do people die, it does an In Order of Disappearance. Mm-hmm. It, it puts their name and their nickname up, like yeah. a tombstone almost. Mm-hmm. And if that if the movie just ended with that thing kind of going oh. on in the background, and then it just kind of fades to that guy's name popping up, that's a brilliant ending. That would have been really cool. Instead, it's more of like a, whoa. Yeah. It's more of a Simpsons-esque thing. I think we've, we've been having trouble lately with chapter breaks in movies. Um, big trouble with chapter breaks in movies lately. And um, this was like one of the only ones where it worked because it was kind of like another punchline, like a little boom, like a dink. Hey, there's that's that murder is over. There you go. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, so yes. it is my favorite movie we've seen since we started doing Food Court. What? And it's pretty easy You're for me. You're insane. Well... I, until this moment in time, have unabashedly loved Darkman Liam Neeson's. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, and he's finally did... Uh, so I've loved these Taken trailers and all the... The Commuter, Unwatchable. Oh, not very all, And good, all this yeah. stuff that he's done in hopes that it would be good. Yeah. So for this uh, promise, this potential to finally be met... Yeah. It's great for me. I also love crime movies. I love, you know... Sure. Elmore and Leonard and, yeah. and that type Fargo, of stuff. Yeah, I mean, to me, this Fargo is Fargo-esque. Yeah. Also, we don't get a lot of, like, great snow pictures. Like, this yeah. this has snow imagery up there with McCabe and Mrs. Miller. Yeah. Do not at me. I'm sorry. Wow. But it's great. It's got great snow imagery. I think it's t- it's also good because there are never dark comedies. Like, when was, was the, when was the last dark comedy? It I don't was, fucking It was know. a great, great movie. I will definitely, like, stick up for this flick. It'll, it'll be my... It'll be my gamer of this year. I'm yeah. certain of it. And it'll be hard to dethrone. Your gamer? Why did I say gamer? I meant to say upgrade. Oh. Also, I think gamer's okay. <laughs> I've not seen a gamer. Gerard Butler crappy movie oh, from The People Who Made Crank. From oh. The People Who Made Crank. Is it really? I believe so, yeah. Oh, shit. But, uh, it, it, you know, it's just... I, I, I love it when genre films are aspire to be more and are really yeah. awesome. And that's, this is not a piece of trash. No. This is like a well-crafted... And I thought it had a lot of heart and soul, too. Yeah. So Laura Dern kicks ass in it. Got and it. you know how much I hate Laura Dern. Do you hate Laura Dern? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Laura Dern. Okay, I don't hate Laura Dern. I hate Laura Dern in that new Star Wars. Oh. I hate everyone in that new Star okay, Wars. Okay, that's a good point. That's a, good, that's a great point. <laughs> the only person I don't love is Benicio Del Toro, and that's because he has taken the piss. <laughs> yeah, he seemed like he didn't even want to be there. But he tried so hard to... He just played his Marvel it. character again? Yeah. Yes, yes, I have... Yeah. Yeah. But this is a great movie. Yeah. It was quite fun. When I say a loser, a low man of the movie, it's... I'm quibbling. Yeah. I'm surely quibbling. It just didn't hit the right exact note that I wanted. I get that. But an otherwise great closing scene and the yeah. guy who uh, Sean was certain was Graham Greene I thought it would be Graham Greene <laughs> there, there, there's a, there is a Native American patriarch who thankfully is not played by Graham Greene yeah he's the only, <laughs> only one ever who is not played by Graham Greene he's the Dances with Wolves guy he's in like every other movie where there's like an old Native American dude so Graham Greene yes. uh, named after maybe my favorite author Graham Greene he's named after I don't Graham? know if he's named after him but shares the same name as him yes, Gigi yeah. uh, there's another great uh, Native American actor in this movie uh, curiously named Glenn Gould, another famous white Gould? dude. Yeah, named G- GG. I just wow. thought that was a, a, a tr- bit of trivia, Out. ephemera. Is, was that the like main other main dude? No, okay. and we'll need to use reference points for yeah. the listener. It's the one who had the funny hat. <laughs> oh, okay. Funny hat guy was Glenn Gould. I like Gould. that guy. But uh, uh, the Native American gang was 
eat way better than the white people gang. They were so and much And the white fun. people gang was great, too. Yeah. Oh, they brought back that guy who I've not seen since The Departed, who is incredible. Which guy? The guy who talks like this. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm the Irish guy. Yeah. I talk like this. But he was back as, like, I guess an Italian, and he was fantastic. I think his only line is, breakfast, pancakes, eggs, bacon. <laughs> Very good. That guy, that guy needs to be in everything. Yeah. Come on, Marty. Put him in your movies. Hey, maybe he's in The Irishman. Dude, when is The Irishman coming out? That's all I can think about. It's gonna. It's. I, is it I on think fucking it's, Netflix? Is it even f- gonna be good? It's a phone only release. You can't even watch it on your TV. <laughs> you have to watch it on your phone. Scorsese made it so. You just dropped this bombshell on me that the Soderbergh basketball movie comes out today. Yeah, I, I know. thought it was a, like greenlit last week. He shot are it on his iPhone again. Yeah, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Movies are being made too quickly. I'm he's afraid. Fast. He's so fast. I mean, he's fast, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Well, I have nothing other to say other than I don't you should think so. you should rush out. <laughs> yeah. All right, get, get on hot pursuit of cold pursuit. Is that right? Yeah, I like that. Okay, all right. Yeah, render a final verdict. Oh yes. we're in hot pursuit of <laughs> cold, cold pursuit. pursuit. <laughs> Ooh wee. Ooh wee. Uh, bon appetit. I think bon appetit. <laughs> <laughs>